We are very excited about episode 60 as we welcome Luke with Backblast Golf. They aim to bring you a sick style whether you're at local muni or chilling at the pub. Their products have been designed with skate punk and pirate lore in mind. Their Instagram handle is at Backblast Golf. Luke, thank you so much for taking on the podcast. Yeah, boys. No, thanks for having me, man. No, I uh, really appreciate it. Absolutely. So what is Backblast Golf and how long have you been in business and where where'd you get the name and the design from? So uh, we'll start with the name. So the name, like, I don't know if you guys like uh, Call of Duty or whatever, and you know, you're shooting a rocket and what it's called when all that hot gas and energy goes back, it's called the Backblast. Right, so really? like, that's it, where the name not, came from. Call of Duty. That well, is well, no, awesome. No, 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 no. I'm, oh, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do, Sorry, I'm trying, 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 trying to relate with you guys. No, it's good. So, <laughs> um, but basically, all that energy that goes back, like, say, if somebody was standing behind it, they just get killed. There's so much force going back. So I was playing with my buddy, and I was standing right behind him when he was hitting the drive, and he was he hit this monster drive. I was like, dude, you got to say your back blast area is clear before you hit a hit a drive like that. And then when I was just coming up with names, I was like, oh, yeah, I said that that one time. I kind of liked that. I just went with it. Clever. I said it that one time at that one place to so that one guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it happened. And then uh, now, man, like what the brand is, is kind of how I started. It was uh, I was just kind of sick of buying, I guess, clothes from golf brands where it was like, yeah, this isn't really my style, but it's close enough. You know what I mean? So I was like, oh, yeah, that's close enough to what I wear. But I've always worn, like, you know, Vans or Volcom or skate stuff. So I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to start making my own stuff, my own designs that fit my style. And then hopefully other people will like it. I think, I'm, I don't remember word for word. But I think I was like, man, I like that it's golfer, but not super golfer, right? Like, it's... Like you can never see the elements of skateboarding. I grew up skateboarding. I had all like all the America shoes, the Lakai's, whatever. Um, it does kind of feel like like a Volcom tee, especially like the acid wash with the tie dye stuff. It's very yeah. like it's it's golf, but it's like way more casual than what I think what a lot of brands do. And I really appreciate that because it's like you can wear it anywhere. Yeah, for sure. And that's I appreciate that. And that's kind of that's you know trying to incorporate like certain. Um, I guess like certain elements that still make it a golf shirt, but without screaming, like this is golf. You know what I mean? Like this is just about golf. So that's somewhere it's like, if you're a golf head and you can look at it and you're like, Oh shit. Okay. Like this one I'm wearing right now, like the tweeters and heaters, right? Like it's, if you, if you, if you look at it, his skull, like the skull is, it's dimpled like a golf ball. You know what I mean? So you would know. And then obviously tweeters, tweeters, neaters, you know, birdies and darts. Right. So. I yeah. really like the, um, the ditch and wives rip and drives um and then the uh the full to the gunnels with the golf cart yeah so that so the ditch and wives rip and drives that was if you've noticed like about a lot of my shit sorry if uh you got light light of heart hearing uh, i'm gonna i use a lot of uh four letter filler words but <laughs> so <laughs> so but yeah so the the ditch and wives rip and drives, that was like one of my first ones where i was like all right, I got a, you know, tweeters and heaters, uh, driving carts, smoking darts, ditching wise, ripping drives. Like those are my first ones where I was like, this is like something or a saying that I'm going to base a design off of. But that one, the ditching wise, ripping drives is probably like the hardest one for me to actually like 
get into a design. You know what I mean? Just because I want it to be perfect and I finally landed on something and yeah, it's probably like my favorite design for sure. So what does your wife think about the Ditch and Wives golf design? Oh, she loves it. Yeah, right. Oh, so yeah. that's that's the shirt yeah. that I'm ordering for it, sure. It, I'm gonna definitely get that yeah. shirt. I think the only the, the only way that answer would have been better is if you have been like, what wife? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, sorry. You mean the roommate? I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm joking. I'm, jo- I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah. No, she's listening no, she's, in the other room. Yeah. No. It's yeah. Yeah. No. She's she's super cool, man. She she doesn't care that you know I golf and she completely supports everything I do. Uh, she actually uh, came you know, up with that design, right? No, no, no. This was uh, this was all me actually on this one. She definitely helps a lot with the uh, you know shipping and some of the uh, the social media and stuff uh, stuff like that. But so when did, when did you start this business? Did you launch it like during COVID, or has this been around for a while? Yeah, so I started it. Uh, I started in Japan actually, and I like I said I started off uh, with a couple you know a couple just simple designs I was like all right I'm gonna get some shirts printed get some hats done and then kind of just get a page going until I can really start coming to my own uh, especially because like during COVID I mean it was hard to get really like anything even like bulk blank tees bulk blank hats stuff like that to get uh, things done because all the big brands they buy them in such mass that it's really really hard uh, to get you know the smaller uh, you know, the smaller guys to get some, especially when I'm ordering in such low quantities compared to everybody else. So, but got that done there and then just had a little bit of an issue uh, with shipping and stuff from Japan to the States. But as soon as I got back to the States, I've just been trying to go, you know, full swing, kind of get everything dropped that I can, uh, you know, with keeping it in budget and stuff like that. When you say Japan, were you out there for a while or what was the... Yeah, was so... The so I was out there for, for three years. So I, I don't post it really anywhere on the page, um, but I'm actually, I'm in the Marine Corps. So I've been, oh, cool. yeah, I've been the Marine, I've been the Marine Corps coming on 10 years now. So I don't post, I don't post on the page because I don't want to be known as like a veteran brand, right? There's no disrespect to uh, the veteran brands out there, but I don't want, I don't, I never want somebody to buy something because I'm a veteran. I want them to buy it because they like, they like my shit. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, I don't want them to feel inclined to be like, oh, support this bet, dude. No, no, no. It's like, I want you to buy because you dig my stuff. That's a, I like that point. We appreciate your service, by the way. So yeah. Thank you. for. Oh, that. Yeah, dude. Um, oh man. It's, it's selfish. I love my job, man. Yeah. I, I like that answer because there's also like sometimes with some brands, it's like a weird, like political stuff when you get involved with yeah, the army yeah. and Marines and stuff like that, where, yeah, some golf brands do that. But I feel like with you know, golf apparel brands, especially like smaller companies. Yeah. If it's just like the product suite, people will come and they'll buy it. I had no idea. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I had no idea that, which is why we have these podcasts. Right. And we love yeah. to have, you know, guests that like you on. That so. explains the mustache though. Yeah, dude, the mustache. You're inspiring me. I might actually take a breather and actually do mine just like that. I'm do not. It. Do it. It's the way. I don't know it's if it'll look way. as good as yours, but. Yeah. It's the way it is. <laughs> dude, it's been pissing me off because I've had this for years, right? Like I've owned this stash like seven years now and now you got people saying oh did you grow that because of top gun maverick and i'm like dude i love i love that movie that's the best sequel since terminator 2 all right i love that movie but then you know it's like people come after me i'm like dude you're gonna make me hate this movie now because so many people like oh you just got that because of top gun maverick i'm like dude i will show you my id card from like six years ago man this is me this is me 
but I, yeah, I've yeah. been asked a couple of times, like, oh, would you grow that? Because you had nothing else to do for COVID and blah, blah, blah. I was like, I can show you like my high school pictures. I had a beard. I've honestly, since I've known Don, we met in college and we've been good friends since then. And I, I've been trying to get him to like just trim his hair up one time so I could see it. Because I feel like, you know, he's got such a long beard and hair, which looks good on him. But yeah. it's like, he'd be a whole new person, honestly. You could and, go full, you know, uh, full, I forget their names, but like uh, West Coast Choppers. Remember that show? Oh yeah, you get that full look going. That'd be pretty hardcore. I could do like the start whole wearing, the whole Paul Senior. That'd be sick. Yeah, dude, start wearing a leather. Probably cut. more of like a Mikey. Yeah, I could peg you more yeah, as a Mikey. Mikey. Yeah. I used to love that show, by the way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, start wearing a start wearing a leather cut, throwing your chair and shit across the room, yeah, dude. That'd be pretty cool. Um, speaking of though, like I, I mentioned it in the intro, because I, I did take that off your website, but the whole skate punk thing. Did you grow up in the era with Tony Hawk Pro Skater? Oh, in the era. Yeah. Was that oh, like your time? Dude, okay. I'm I'm 33, you know, so I don't know where you're at in the age. He's obviously a little younger than we are. I should say a lot younger. Yeah, don't say a little. Yeah. I'm, I'm much but, younger. But that was kind of my generation. So I, I did skate a little bit, but I played sports mostly growing up. And uh, but but pro skater, Tony Hawk pro skater, man, that was my jam on the so end. I was a hand I was I was a handsome I'm a handsome 28. All right. So but it's but <laughs> no, so it's dude, it's Hold so on. funny because because a couple, of, well, I think I'm pretty sure it was the episode with uh, with Chris, you know, with the boys at Sucker Pin that you guys are. I think you're talking about video games. Yeah, we did talk about video games for a I while. I totally forgot that was. We did. We got on a thing. tangent uh, uh, or, for a while. Video games. Either, either, yeah, either that episode or the one where you guys kind of just went solo right after that. But we you did talk about my love of Pokemon. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I love video games. By the way, but. Uh, this week I was at the gym or something and I randomly, it was like some song came on my playlist. I was like, Oh yeah. It was the boy who destroyed the world by AFI. And I was like, dude, Tony Hawk pro skater three. And I'm like, you know what? If we bring up video games today, I'm bringing up Tony Hawk because of how good of a game that was. That's hilarious. That's that. so I'm, I'm glad we're on the same wavelength, dude, for absolutely, sure. Absolutely. And that is, that's still one of the best Christmas presents I ever got was Tony Hawk pro skater three wrapped in shoebox. So my parents would think that I didn't actually get the game that I wanted. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> And it's funny because you actually talked about Call of Duty right in the beginning because I, I grew up playing sports games my whole life. I never yeah. really got into any like Call of Duty games. My buddies used to be like, let's play Call of Duty or COD is what you know. And I'm like, no, yeah. that's, that's stupid. But then I my cousin and I got into the Black Ops, the original Black Ops. Mm-hmm. He was in like Modern Warfare. But I got into the Black Ops 1 and I got just hooked. And Black Ops, Black Ops 2 and on up. So like I, I'm very seasonal though. Like I go into like this time of year i'll start to play more video games because it starts snowing slows down a little bit but the the whole call of duty thing in general same thing kind of brings back the old uh nostalgia a little bit absolutely yeah i'm a big if you could see into my room right now you see half of my half of my stuff is uh like master chief for like halo stuff like i yeah i'm a big big halo dude yeah very cool um, yeah tony hawk yeah the greatest greatest one of the greatest game series of all time Agreed. I, I agree. I have them uh, for my PS4. They they remastered them. Did they really? Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, re, yeah. One and two remastered are solid. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a big remaster. There we go. See, like that's how bad I'm like out of the loop right now. I have a PS4 was like years ago, right behind us. I, that's the thing though. Like I have a PS4. I sat. I used to be an Xbox guy. I switched over to the PS4. It's sitting on my mantle and it's not even plugged in right now. And that's that's yeah, well, that I'm PS4 doing. will double as a space heater in the winter, dude. Those things are gnarly. Crazy loud, crazy what's, hot. 
pretty gnarly here in the winter. It so is, yeah, perfect. it works out perfectly. Yeah, what do you guys um, at right now? Like Kelvin? Are you guys down to Kelvin yet? So we we actually just got the last three days. Well, today's Tuesday, so it's supposed to snow again tomorrow. But we've had really nice weather. We've had like April, May weather in November, and now it's we're supposed about, to snow Thursday too. Yeah, now we're like having like January weather right now. So it's it's Ooh. just bizarre. Minnesota's crazy. So for reference, uh, Friday we have a high of uh, seventeen. Yep. Sunday, I'm sorry. Saturday is a high of sixteen, with a low of five. Yeah, and like three weeks ago, it almost, it hit seventy degrees. It, it was just bizarre. Yeah. So Minnesota, yeah. I love it. Don't get me wrong. It's just the the winters do stay around for too long. That's kind of my yeah. Ex. We got a high, a high of like sixty six this week, so not too where, bad. Where where are you out of? You're you're actually. I think I know where you're out of. You're at arguably one of the best geography. What would be the best location temperature wise in the world, right? Is it San Diego? Yeah. So, is that where yeah, so, so, yeah, San Diego. And then I'm originally from Santa Barbara, which is like three hours okay. north, which is even better. It's, yeah, that's like the only nice thing California has going about it is the weather. That's weather, about it. Sure. <laughs> we got a little sidetrack, which we always do this on, on every one totally of our podcasts. Totally fine with that. Totally fine yeah. with it. <laughs> I love that, though. I like that. Um, but I, I we wanted to kind of dive a little bit more about your business and your brand, and then we'll obviously talk some more golf. But um, what what is um, what is like the most requested item that you have right now on your website? Uh, one that like already is on there or one that like they, people want me to make? Well, both. Yeah, there you go. Both. Both? So uh definitely like on the site the hit mittens they've been killing it actually they are they are like that's one of those things where i don't like to be honest with you i don't pimp a lot of my product as being better or being whatever like these gloves they aren't they aren't they aren't better uh than you know the run of the mill like you know your your tideless glove you can buy off the shelf whatever but they're the same but they just they look dope and they look like the the checkers and everything is is uh they look great, but uh, like they are just as good as ones you're buying. And, you know, I charge 17 bucks for them. Where nowadays, if you look at it, gloves are like, you know, getting upwards like 30 bucks. And it's crazy. It's insane. And the thing is, like, I'm buying in low quantities. And these, you know, these big brands are buying tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands at a time. And they're charging you more than I am. But no, the gloves, the gloves are legit. They've been uh, doing really well. And then the most requested has that people would be like, yo, when you drop in a towel, when you drop in a towel, when you drop in a towel. And then I've, I've been, I've been one. It's like, I'm trying to find the right person. Cause I like to go to smaller dudes when I can do to make it like, I'm not going to go to the, you know, to the, the big companies that will make them. I want to find a smaller guy that will do it. Um, but then it's also like what, what design I want to do. That one's kind of like the towel is kind of on the back burner right now. Uh, as far as like, you know, I'll get to it when I get to it. I still want to do a couple more like ball markers and stuff like that as far as accessories go that I already uh, have designs for. But yeah, definitely the towel is the most requested for sure. And then you just dropped uh, windbreakers, correct? Last last week? Windbreak, yeah. I dropped the Sunday Scramble windbreakers. Uh, low quantity. Those have sell, uh, sold a good amount. So I was only able to get like a few of each size uh, just because like they're expensive just to even like the blanks itself to get done, like they're pretty pricey. So I was only able to get, you know, like 20 of them total done. So, but yeah, those, those, those came out really, really, really well. So. Do you plan on uh, doing like some, some 
some hoodies, sweatshirts and different things like that. I mean, obviously, like you said, like you're trying to kind of work with some smaller shops or smaller companies where, you know, it might be more, more limited to find certain things in, in, uh, different materials and things like that. But, um, do you have anything like upcoming as far as like in the, in the next year of like different designs, ideas, and like what, what, uh, like how long does it take to come in to make a design, so to speak? Like, I know like the, the different designs we talked about, I mean, does it just randomly come to you like you're playing in golf or you have a, you're having a dream and also, Oh, that's a good idea. Like where do the design ideas come from? So half, like more than half, right? 75% of my design ideas start with like a, a saying. Right. So it started with like ditch and wide driven drives, you know, tweeters and heaters, uh, Mulligan's Island, you know, just a play on the old show Gilligan's Island on TV land. Mm-hmm. Um, Shankin's, Shankenstein, right. Just a play on Shankenstein. So most of the time I come up, I'm like, all right, I'm thinking about something or I'll just say something stupid. Like, uh, okay, I'll give you an example. This is the main one I'm kind of working on right now. It's called Three Putt Sluts. <laughs> <laughs> and one day I was like, dude, I'm going to, you know, three putt, and I was like, you know, three putt slut, and I was like, bing, you know, light bulb went off. I'm like, okay, like that's that's gonna be a good one. And I kind of got the inspiration um, because I'll like, I won't lie to you, like I I go and I I look at things and you know other art or stuff like that, and I get inspiration from it. Um, a lot of inspiration I'll get, you know, from brands I grew up wearing because I love their style, like bands, or I love uh, certain album art stuff like that. Uh, you know, one of my favorite bands of all time is the Misfits. So that's where the Misfits came from. And then after I dropped the Misfits, people were like, what's the me shits? And I was like, ah, I was like, oh my God. So basically, you know, if you're not a fan of the Misfits, you're going to think it's the me shits. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I embrace it. I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever. It's the me shits or the Misfits, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, yeah actually, I got one right here. This is one of the ones. I just finished uh, right here. I just got a test shirt done. So it's just, okay. you can see That's it. sweet. Yep. Yeah, it's That's just a cool. Varden, Varden grip with the hit and mitten. Uh, and then just holding, holding the grip of a club. So. That's very cool. I know you talked about the towels. What about the, because um, like the, you talked about Shangenstein. You you just uh, launched or released a, a driver cover, correct? Putter cover. Or a putter yeah. cover. No, the, yeah, the dri- the driver barrel cover. Uh, those, yeah. yeah, those came out really good. And that's uh, those are done by Scott Golf F K O T. And oh, he's, yep. you know, I know who they are. Yeah, yeah, just a you know smaller dude. He's not that big, um, you know. And you, like I said I don't order as many. I pay a little more, but to me, you know, to us, like it's not about it's not about the money. You know, what I mean, it's just really about it's having fun and then you know just kind of making it like self supporting right now because all my, you know, all the money or whatever I put into it, or when I make new stuff, that's just from sales that goes back into it. Sure. Right. I, I, I asked Mark, um, with Kraken last week about this, but so when you, when you go golfing, do you kind of, are you like your own salesperson? Like you rock your own stuff and like, Hey, that's a sick shirt. Where'd you get that? And you're like, well, I'll show you right here, you know, and you, you got, oh. you're basically selling out of your trunk or you, you're like, Hey, check out my Instagram, kind of that thing. Do you, do you, uh, do you do a lot of sales? that way or is that something that you just try to shy away from so yeah so i don't i don't like pimping my own stuff as far like i don't like going like hey man i own a golf brand you know what i mean hey man this whatever but you know all i wear is my stuff now 
Yeah, sure. it's comfortable. And that's kind of what I, I know you talked about how you didn't want to pimp your stuff. So I get that. But I just, yeah, like, you see that t-shirt like that's pretty like if I would have seen that, like if I would have seen you in like a coffee shop or wherever, it would have been like, that's super dope. Where'd you get that? Definitely. Oh, asked. absolutely. So like all I wear is my own stuff. Now, if people come and ask, I'll be like, oh, yeah, this is, you know, mine. I usually got a couple stickers in my wallet. I go, you know, hand them a sticker. Like usually I'll have all the stickers. All the stickers I have are like shirts I own. So if they ask about it, I give them a sticker for that shirt or whatever. And then, you know, if I, you know, pen or whatever, I write uh, my email and then, you know, the handle on the back of the sticker. Like I recently, while I was working in New York, this older dude came up to me with his wife. He's like, I love that shirt. And she was like, where'd you get that? My husband needs that. It was Edition Wise Rip and Dries. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, this is mine. Here's my sticker. Like three days later, he sent me an email and he was like, Hey, just order it right now. I'm like, that's sweet. It was just some random dude walking in New York that saw the back of my shirt. Um, but then on the course, uh, you know, I really only have the, uh, the one polo, which is like the sample that got done of what mine are going to be, which is, you know, the checkerboard collar with the checkerboard sleeve cuffs. And then, you know, Murphy right here on it. So I kind of just wear that one because the whole polo process has been a lot more complicated than I would have thought for sure. Like that's taken a lot longer than what I thought it would have. So, but hopefully those will be out by golf season next year, which they will. Yeah, I feel kind of bad because like I don't pay my own stuff. Meanwhile, we're sitting here both wearing safe bar hoodies. <laughs> <laughs> we're not really yeah. trying to pick this though. We, we aren't. I have the. Yeah, do you, wait, do you guys sell it? We, we, we haven't like, we haven't pushed for it in a long time. We're in the process right now of kind of doing the same thing. I've actually, uh, um, we have some designs made for our own merch. Yeah. Both uh, the podcast and safe par. So like yeah. we have a lot of cool designs and ideas. We it's, it's just trying to put it in place and finding the right material and finding the right people to do that. And I know that, like you said, with the polo thing, like polos and t-shirts are a whole different animal and so like the t-shirts and hats are one thing so um i am working in the process of getting some more hats i've done a lot of different collaborations with different hat brands but we really want to tie in like the safe par golf podcast merch and then also do some uh, safe par golf merch so we we have some stuff on the back burner but um again it's you know you're wearing your stuff all the time so you want to make sure it's something that you really like and you enjoy so it's yeah finding the right type of material. i'm not knocking these at all um but we haven't really been pushing any type of apparel sales or anything like that which i know we could but we're, we're not really doing that at this like, point in time the hard yeah. part is is like one design that it's like it's probably my favorite one for the podcast where it's like that's the one we absolutely have to nail when it comes down to shirt material shirt weight the way it fits. I wanted to, I wanted to do an oversized fit with the pocket. Um, kind of like that vintage t-shirt style. Yeah, where it's like, and I like like that fit is like more my, up my alley, but certain designs have a certain different aesthetics of which kind of type of material. Yeah. You want to use, so. Well, yeah, cause uh, this one, yeah, like this fit right now is like, Oh, I'm rocking it in an XL. And then I got another one in two X if I'm feeling like more, more baggy, but I just had to show off the biceps for the, the guns are video, showing so. up. Yeah, dude, got, absolutely. Got, got, got it. Got to show them off. So yeah, if you got no, to flaunt them, right? Yeah. Speaking of merch, Chris, Tucker pin boys, I know you're listening. Enough is enough. Release the shirts. I've been telling him for a while, release the shirts. He's being lazy. He's not doing it. Chris, this is your call up. Dude. I, I missed her. I was like, Hey, do you have any stickers? He goes, no, I've been slacking. I was like, quit slacking because we need some stickers. 
I love Chris, dude. The guy's fantastic. I, oh, yeah. oh, shout yeah. out Sucker oh, Punch. Yeah. Totally forget his name oh, yeah. all the time. I always yeah. just call him Beard. I didn't. But, yeah. Th- th- yeah, that's that's his name. That's you got to call him that, right? No, uh, we don't. That's yeah, true. We, we can call him his real name. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. We call him Beard. That's oh, that's, that's his nickname. Yeah. Start calling him because see, they nicknamed him Dom Dom. I don't know if you remember hearing that episode. Yeah, so yeah, Dom Dom or Dum <laughs> Dum. What they call him? Dom Dom Dum Dum. Dom Dum. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So. Let's talk a little bit of golf. Uh, how often do you get out and play golf? And like, where's your golf game at right now? Okay, so how how often I get out versus how often I wish I could get out. Um, so I usually get out like once a, once a week, you know, on a good week, twice a week, or, you know, once a week with like a small range session mixed in. And then right now I am probably the worst yeah, probably the worst seven point eight handicap you'll ever witness. But I find a way to get it done. Seven that's impressive. I'm a nine point six and actually no, I just actually bounced up before the season ended. I'm at ten point one. Unfortunately. Oh, no. But I, I got into single digits though this year. I did get into yeah. single digits. Yeah, yeah, that was the same with me. Yeah, I was hovering yeah. around like that twelve thirteen and then I just want to heater. I like I found my driver because when my driver's on, then you know, I can go you know, I can go, you know, mid, mid seventies if it's on, but if it's not like I'm, I'm scrambling the whole time and I'm lucky to, you know, break 85, but, uh, my Which golf isn't a bad, game that's is, a pretty, that's a pretty good score though. 85 yeah. is not a bad score. Yeah. My but golf when you're 7.8. Yeah. yeah. I hear Yeah. Consistent, consistently inconsistent. You know what I mean? But I'll, I'll pull those rounds, rounds out my ass, uh, every now and again, that keeps the handicap low. My biggest weakness is putting for sure. Like I, I'm the worst, like, honestly, I'm the worst person to read a green. Like if I think it's breaking left, I should just do the opposite. Cause it's really going to break. Right. I, I don't know how people can read and paste the greens off. I I'm terrible, but yeah, I can drive yeah. the ball pretty straight. I'm not a long ball hitter, but I mean, I can put it out there, but it's, it's not the driver is my issue. It's that, that the short game's even pretty decent, but that putting is just brutal. Yeah, if I get on the green, it's like, here comes a three putt. You know what I mean? Yeah, my uh, three putt slut. Putt, like, <laughs> three putt yeah, slut. Three yeah. putt slut, dude. Three putt <laughs> slut. No. So, but my, uh, yeah, for me, like the putter, because that's the first, you know, the first club I grabbed that day, like before a round. Because I don't, I don't hit range balls before a round, because then I'll just get in my head, and that's, I just stopped doing that a while ago. So the first, the first club I'll grab is the putter, and just immediately when I hold it, I'm like, all right today's going to be a good day putting or it's just like this club feels foreign in my hand. Like I'm about to break out the, the three hybrid and start putting with that thing because yeah, it's, the putting is so, so hit or miss. All right, Luke, I want you to walk us through a round of golf starting from beginning to end. So what, what time of day do you like to play? Uh, what tunes are you listening to? At what hole do you crack the first beer? Yeah. What kind of beverages are you drinking? What's your go-to food? And then how many birdies and pars are you, are you getting in a round of golf on an average day? All right. So ideally I'd like to be like one of the first, first tees or like first uh, tee times, but especially out in California, getting a morning tee time, it's easy. It's, it's easier. Like you got a better chance of winning the lottery than getting an early tee time out here. It's ridiculous. That hard. It's that I don't hard. mind that though, because Dom is literally Mister Mister Twilight. He does not. He's he's the cranky. Mm, I don't like waking yeah. up. Yeah, I'm a morning person. You're gonna spill yeah, your same. Beer. Same. That's a professional so, pour, right? That's not a very professional um, pour. First day in the morning. First day in the morning would be ideal. I will. All right. 
What was the second question again? The second part of that uh, one? So uh, what tunes are you typically playing? So obviously it's early in the morning. You Ooh. do some kind of pump-up music. What do you got going? So, yeah, usually I'm rolling up. It's either going to be punk or thrash metal, or it's going to be like trance music or EDM. It just depends if I'm waking up. If I'm waking up like hungover, like I, I went a little heavy on Friday night and like my eyes can barely open, you know, but I'm driving to the course. Then I'm rocking some trance music to just kind of chill out. But if I had a good night's sleep, all that stuff, I'm getting hyped up, you know, punk, punk or thrash metal, no doubt. And then what time do I crack the first beer? Uh, it depends. I mean, if the round's going really bad and I'm already just in like screw it mode, you know what I mean? Then I'm um, the first, the, yeah, the first time the cargo comes around, I'm grabbing like a white claw or something for sure. But if I'm say even through six or seven and it's like 10 30 in the morning, I'm like, okay, no drinking until I choke, which is usually not till, you know, like whole eight or nine. And then I'll just grab some at the turn <laughs> for sure. Okay. And then what, what kind of snack are you grabbing at the turn? Ooh. So Did you smuggle into your golf bag that you're going to use. Yeah. So I'm a firm, I'm a firm. Like I only, I'll grab like a, you know, protein bar, like a small bag of nuts. Cause I don't, if I feel like like uh, I eat too much and I start to feel like a little bit sedated and a little lazy and then like my golf swing starts going to wax. So like I kind of like I won't really eat before a round if it's in the morning and then I'll maybe just have something small during the round. But if I feel start feeling lethargic and stuff like that, my round will just com- completely go to shit right away. But yeah, usually just a, a protein bar. I, I had posted something on uh, Instagram a few weeks ago about what if they reduce the holes to 14 holes or like, what's the perfect number of holes? And don't get me wrong. I love, I could play golf all day, but I feel like depending on how you're feeling leading up to that day, like I've gotten burnt out at like hole 14 or 15 sometimes or like that 15 through 18 where you're like, almost like, all right, I'm either, I'm either super hungry or the round is there. It's so slow paced right now that you're just like, not even like, care you know what i mean so like a lot of people hate a lot of people hated it and like i get it like everyone wants to play 36 holes in a day and say i'm i'm the same way but at at some point the pace of play can just totally mess with your mental psyche and so um i i I agree though like like for me like i'm a big granola bar person and i I like the morning golf so like if i get a cup of coffee in the morning and then i'll have a granola bar then i'm fine but do you like, is there something like if you could change one thing about golf and I know slow pace, probably the number one thing, but um, if there's one thing that you could change about the game of golf, like just at your local muni or wherever you play, what would it be? All right, you guys, this is probably going to be controversial to a lot. You ready to hear it? That's why I'm asking and I want to hear it. You should not be allowed to walk the course unless you're a certain handicap. I think like, that's a, yeah. I think that's a fair point. I, I like think a- about it. You know what I mean? Like you see those dudes just shanking around. Hey, no hate. I was a shanker. I still do get occasions of shanks, but like you should not be able to walk like a eighteen hole muni or something like that unless you can meet a certain handicap. Because so so many people just like it comes down almost like an etiquette thing too, where it's like, dude, you're hacking up eight shots before you even get to the green and you're walking back and forth, back and forth. These balls, you're slowing up the play so much. So 
that would be my controversial one, which, you know, plays into slow play. Um, and then not so controversial would be, dude, they're, they're, the prices are getting insane. Like inflation or not, like they are going way above the freaking 8%. And the fairways look like ass. Half the greens are plugged and the sand is terrible. Like the sand is just like hitting off a of concrete. So, like, the prices do not match the performance on a lot of these courses nowadays, especially the public ones. What would the handicap be for the walking cutoff? Asking for a friend. I would think 10 to 12, right? Oh, I'm, I'm not walking. Oh, no, I don't, I, I don't even think that low. I don't even think that low. I think, right, because you got to think, like, an 18 handicap, you're playing bogey golf. Right, that's not too bad. I would say, like, you got to be in the handicap system and maybe even, you know, like, a you know, mid-20s or something like that, I think would be... Fine, because you're averaging bogey Damn it, double bogey golf. Okay, so I I like that idea, and I totally agree with you. But I think almost it it would be instead of a handicap system, it would be more of that golf etiquette where it's like, hey, where if that's age based. That too. That's where I thought you were. Oh yeah, yeah. That, yeah that's for sure. that's fine too. But like you have some courses have starters that are very like they're almost like too fast paced. Like hey, you're behind. It's mm. like dude, right? How am I behind? I'm waiting on this group ahead of me. But I think it goes down to the starter letting them know like, Hey, if you're going to walk, like it's not looking for your golf ball for seven minutes. And I think that's the biggest issue. Like I, I ran into like three weeks ago, I was telling you it was like 70 degrees. So it was like the last time I got out and played, I went out and used my Odin save par logo golf. Ball. It was the first time I teed it up and I bombed a yeah. goal. I seriously bombed my drive right on what the fairway. Plug. No, it well, was, yeah, I had to plug my save par golf yeah, logo. Plug, ball. I hit it right them. down the middle. Yeah, plug them. And so I hit it and I'm, it was probably like a three or 270 yard drive, which is probably my, my max length. And, and it was yeah. right down the middle. Bomb. All of a sudden I see these two young kids that were right in front of us walking. And again, they didn't really hit the ball very well off the tee, which I totally get when you got people waiting for you. Yeah. All that. And, but I see the one kid walk back and grab my ball. And I told my, my buddy, I'm like, he just grabbed my golf ball and played it. And Ooh. so, so then of course, you know, I get down there after they get on a tee box number two and my ball is nowhere to be found. So obviously they, they grabbed my ball. So I yelled mm. at the tee box. He was super nice about it, but he's like, oh yeah, my buddies told me it was there and I didn't think so, but I grabbed it. So like, again, it goes back to that etiquette and, yeah. and not to piggyback that, but I actually threw a dart, put it within like 12 inches, tap in birdie. So that was pretty sick. Tap in but birds? Tap in bird last round. I actually played. I finished 12 holes because it got too dark, but I think I maybe shot two or three over. I was pretty, pretty happy, but that's how it works in Minnesota. It's your last round. You don't really, you know, but to go back to that, it's like, I don't care what your handicap is. As long as you're not spending 10, 15 minutes looking for your ball, like have another ball ready, hit it, go walk up to it and put it and and be on with your, your way, you know? So some, yeah, something like that. So like, so like regulation on walkers, you know what I mean? Which I'm totally, I'm totally about, the walk life like i'm not hating it at all but it's also like and the car pe- you know people in carts are just as guilty of it but you know walking adds an extra just even more time when they're yes. when they're pulling that stuff so that would be like my controversial change for sure, sure. i i think i'm on that side though with controversy i like i pick your side i think don would probably agree for the most part yeah right so yeah some might what? some might not but whatever that you would you would agree with like having a handicap system or at least Kind of going back to like, well, yeah, spend ten minutes looking for a ball. It shouldn't take yeah, you ten minutes just, to play around yeah, one etiquette hole. or regulated. I, I do get distracted in the woods because I enjoy walking around <laughs> in the woods. Uh, so sometimes I'm like, oh, what's that? And I 
you can attest this. But, I've I've lost when I've walked out before. Yeah, but you've never been the one to like take up take up time and wait. You know what I mean? Like somebody like I'll be yeah. down, let's go, and you're like, there's no problem there. You know sure. what I mean? So yeah. you're not yeah. that person. So yeah, everybody um, everybody's taking their three minutes like it's uh like it's the masters, you know, looking for their ball or like you know they're in the open looking in the fescue. Yeah, for it's sure. So frustrating. I oh yeah, I'll look for mine if it's in the woods, but like if it's in long grass, it's gone. I'm yeah. never finding it. Drop yeah. it. No way. Exactly. Be on your way. Yeah. Um. Okay. So if you had a walk up song to the tee box in the first hole. What would be your walk-up song? Oh, oh, that's a that's a good one. All right, so walk-up song to the tee box. All right, what tee box? We're talking like number one on Pebble Beach. Number one with like three, yeah, three carts. You got the starter right there too, so it's like everyone's there, and you can just blare it out. It sets the mood for the entire round. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. All right. I'm just going to go first one that popped in my head. It's going to be uh, Black by Seven Dust. I don't know if you guys ever heard that song. It's a banger. I don't know if I have. Nope. We got, I guess I know what to listen to. We're right, going to, so. we're going to check that out after the, after the pod. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. That was the first one that came to my head. I was like either that, yeah, either that, but if I'm playing like, that'd be like, I guess a public course, but if I'm playing, you know, like a super nice private country club, which I probably never, never will be, uh, Something like, uh, oof. probably like a slower, you know, maybe some tool or something like that. Okay. Yep. I, I, I've listened to some tool. That's for sure. Uh, Dom, what would be your pick? Oh, it should be pretty obvious. Let's say pop smoke. Yeah. Or it's gotta like be like that. invincible. Yeah, yeah. That would be a good song. I should have bump. I was going to go with the song and I don't have the name of it, but it's a red hot chili pepper song, but it's one of those that just Californication. Uh, yeah, no, oh, Californication. But it's a banger, man. Nico from Wayne's World. Like, crank that song up, dude, and just yeah, that yeah. that would be my walk up song, I think. Yeah, but if yeah. not, Invincible is a very good one. Yeah, I posted. Yeah, because I did that as an overlay for uh, the keeping it real with my brother for his, his bachelor party. Yeah, when I saw that. that car motorcycle. Yes, that was the thing. I saw that. I'm like, dude, that's my jam. I love that song. I'm like, yeah. I, I had that question written down. I'm like, that would be my yeah, song. I would I do yeah. pop or there's like um off the new JIT album, there's like a certain verse and uh dance and all that. I think it'd be really cool. Okay. Uh but yeah, no. I want to do, and that's what we should do for the tournament. We should. Walk that would be pretty cool. So my wife's yeah, Hispanic, to, and I've mentioned this almost on. A, yeah, we we are. Yeah, next May. We haven't pegged it down yet, but we'd love to have you out there, San Francisco, baby. Somewhere, if somewhere out, in Cali. If, if not out there, I'm always uh, down to toss some stuff up for the cause for a long drive or something, whatever. For sure, San Absolutely. Francisco. Um, but uh, but North your wife's Hispanic. Yeah, yeah, and I we talk about this all the time, but I there's so many good songs that um that I would play also that because I love uh I'm a big Canelo fan, so I'd probably go back to uh El Rey, his walkout song to uh it's just one of those songs that I just I enjoy. So yeah, um, I'm really behind so on like the songs. top the top twenties like type music, but uh I recently heard was it Peppa's for the first time. Oh yeah, yep. Dude, yeah. oh, dude, and that's I've been a jam like, dude, right that's there. Been, dude, that's been one Faruko? of my go-to. I think it's yeah, that's, the, yeah, yeah, that's been one of my go-to like gym jams for like two weeks now. Yeah, I've been vibing so, that for sure. El Ray is actually like a song that's back in like I don't even know. It's a it's a very old song. The guy actually just passed away. He was like ninety years old. So it's a very old song, but it's it's not that pace. It's very old school. Yeah. 
But yeah, um, oh, dude, I've shed some tears should... like in Ricky and Glasses before for sure. Oh yes. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I love it. Little Carol G. Yeah. Yeah, or Becky G too. Or Becky G, yeah, that might be who I'm thinking. Uh, yeah, of. I think Becky G, but Carol there's G's good too. Carol, somebody there's Carol, there no, Carol G. G. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was thinking of then. Oh, um, hey, by the by the way, did y'all hey, did y'all stickers get there before I forget? So I haven't been home today. Fun fact I don't go home on Tuesdays. Uh, unreal, dude. I, I live in my car, unreal, unreal. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'll have to check later. Yeah, I was yeah, wondering no. what. It, or the husky oh. dog team, one of the dog died or something. The mailman's team, they couldn't get them, there or what? I told them that mine, because I sent them some, like, and they got their team. Yeah, he tagged us, yeah. So, all my yeah. stamps have frogs. So, the frogs get there way quick. Is that yeah. like a... Yeah. Is that like uh, a wait. But what about oh, the they frogs? Have, they hype really they, fast. Well, they just, so, the frogs just, are lost. So, all the stamps leaps, have just, frogs. It just, it just leaps to your... Door yeah. or what? That's that's my theory. Is the frogs are faster? Maybe that's what it is. But shameless self plug. I gave you guys. Yeah, I, I taught you guys a bunch. Um, but you know, every order I toss in the slappies always. Slappies always get always get included, and usually by the bunches. I love I love the term slappies. That's fantastic. We only have so yeah. we only have two designs. And we I appreciate so it. many. Yeah, we appreciate the love, man. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, when they, I, when like, they yeah, get I toss them like pen, pens and all that stuff or whatever. Because to me, it's like I usually give people enough where it's like either slap them all over your hydro flask or throw them away or give them to a buddy or whatever. You know? Speaking of being generous, um, oh I wanted to talk to you about doing the um, – you've done this a couple times on your Instagram account, uh, doing some charity auctions. Uh, can you just kind of talk about that a little bit uh, and explain how that works? I know the one you did a T-shirt uh, and you and you basically either did it through uh, DMs or through your story posts. But um, I'd like to be a part of that somehow. And and can you just talk about that as far as like how you choose which charity donation uh, you want to use and 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 what that all uh, insists of or consists of? Yeah, yeah. So it all started uh, with the I had. One of them was, uh, you know, the guy I used uh, to make my hat. It's uh, Green Wolf Tactical. Green Wolf Tactical at Green Wolf Tactical. Um, he makes most of my hats just because, you know, he's a, still a smaller shop, so he can't he can't do everything. But a lot of the embroidery and stuff like that, he does. Um, you know, I met him back a while ago. We were, you know, we were just stationed in the in the same area. We lived in actually the same apartment complex. So he was doing a batch of hats for me, actually the dog leg hats. And he sent me just one, a one-off extra that was like Hawaiian print, but it was, and it was like, it was super cool Hawaiian print rope hat. It was like an Imperial made uh, rope hat. And I was like, I really like this. I was like, mm, I could wear it or, you know, I could donate and, or like, you know, post it up and then donate everything. Like I, I never take a cent of it, um, donate everything uh, to a charity. And I had already, given some to uh it's herbert golf on instagram but he runs tlds the uh thor's long drive charity foundation you know he had followed me early on and we kind of talked back and forth and i was like this is a perfect opportunity you know i hit him up told him i'll be running it uh you know in that first hat that first time it sold for like uh over triple digits you know over or sorry three figures like it sold for over a hundred dollars for his hat and i was like I was like, this is awesome. I'm like, it didn't cost me, you know, cost me anything. 
and I can, you know, just give back. So now what I do, and I got one coming up. So one's going to be coming up for one of the Sunday scramble windbreakers. And then I got one for the, the tweeters and heaters hats, the PVC patch hats that just got done. Um, but yeah. And then the second one I did, yeah, with the tweeters and heater shirt, that one raised like even more. It like jumped up through the roof because people are like bidding against, I mean, you know, just kind of bidding not even against each other because they don't know, but it's really just to give back, which I think is so awesome. And just to get something, you know, and they're going to get like a one of one piece of merch out of it. Uh, you know, and just any way we can honestly give back because I mean, it just to, it's to me enough. It's just some, you know, the, the best feeling I've had so far is the first order I got when it was a random person that I'd never met or never knew ordered my stuff. I was like, okay, dude, this guy really likes my ideas, my designs. Like this is enough for me as long as I can just keep the business going and, you know, give back where I can. That's where it's at. How often do you plan on, is this like a once in a month, once every so often type of deal? Cause yeah, I'd, we'll, we'll definitely be plugging that for you. And I, I I'd like to bid on it as well and try to either win it or jack the price up a little bit so we can do that. Cause that's the, that's the whole, that's the whole idea. Like you said, is give back and somebody's getting something very cool, but in return you're giving back to something that, you know, is even is cooler, even cooler. Exactly. Yeah. So I try and do them. I try and do them uh, with every kind of like new drop I have of something that, you know, especially something that's like limited. Um, so yeah, the tweeters and heaters hat, I, I got it done and it's, really really it's dope and then so that one's gonna get posted up and then i got the one done for the sunday scramble so basically every time i get a, a something new run up i'll do uh um you know a charity for it so and then another one that i'll probably be doing soon is uh i'm gonna get like a, a big blow up and a, a poster done and framed of uh you know the shankins done yep get that some because that to me i'm like that's gonna look perfect uh, on a wall or something like that, because you know you can see my barren wall back here. I'm like, oh, I need you gotta, some. Got to add some flavor over there. Yeah, so I'm like, boom! I want to get that one blown up. So I'll probably do two of those: one for myself, and then one uh, to do just kind of, you know, charity auction for. Sure. So well, hey, yeah. that's awesome though. I said we appreciate that, and we'll help out as much as we can as well, and try to push yeah. that. Do you? Are you? Are you? Have you found it works better through DMs or stories? Is is there? Yeah. Preference? Yeah, it's kind of yeah, it's kind of what I do. Like DMs, I'll do D. Like I'll put put in the post, you know, like DM me your bid, or I'll put in the story. I kind of just want it to be, you know, like silent silent auction style, where it's just like, hey man, this is like this is just what what you want to give. I don't want to try and like force somebody to give more than they have to or whatever. It's kind of like, hey, this is you know what you're what you're comfortable giving, you know, and uh, it's they've they've worked out really well, you know, and it 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 goes to good causes too like your tld foundation or torn torn warriors because again like with who i use for uh making my mer my merchandise and stuff i got those those big charities are so corrupt yeah you know i mean like none of the money goes back i want to go to somebody small where i know the money's going to be actually going somewhere and it's like not into somebody's pockets you know what i mean so that's that's awesome no we we appreciate that and um like you said we're we'll definitely help out Anyway, we can. Oh yeah, for sure. It is, yeah, just spread, just spreading the spreading the word or whatever. I don't even care. You don't have to follow me. Just you know, if, if you just want to get, you know, just give. You know, give to at least sure. a good foundation if you like it. 
it's better to give than receive, right? Isn't that what they say? Uh, for sure. 100%. Absolutely. Um, what's what's the craziest thing you've seen on the golf course? Ooh. Um, before, like when I was when I was in Florida, before I really like actually got into golf, like I saw like the you know the crocodiles and stuff. But mm-hmm. I've also seen like some dude just like dropped a shit like right off the side of a green on a course one time too. The dude just had to go, I guess, and just took a dump off the side of the green. Like it was for sure, it was for sure like human feces. Like no doubt about it. Dude dropped a heater right on the side. For a second, I thought you meant like dropped like he died at first. So I but, no, I mean <laughs> that's still like I heard him say it. I was like. <laughs> Huh? Did you yeah. not get, I, I was kind of thinking like he just dropped, like he just had to go. Like as for his figuring, like he's he's done. He's like tapped out. Yeah. Well, I mean, he did have to go. He did. My, my then... guess, yeah, my yeah, my guess. I mean, we've all been there. We've all been there, dude. When you no. got to go, you got to go. But not on the side of the green, man. Like head into the woods. <laughs> yeah. So I'm guessing like it, it must have been like premeditated. Like he was so pissed at his ground or something that he just dropped his pants and just crapped right on the side of the green. He probably missed a that... three footer for birdie. That's when you're hoping you're not playing on a, on a link style course. It's just oh, I, totally wide open. <laughs> There's no trees. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, that was definitely the grossest thing. That's actually oh. one of the wilder things that I, I, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm kind of glad I asked that, but I, I did not expect that to be honest. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not, I'm, like I'm not, I'm not shitting you. I'm yeah. not shitting you. No pun intended, right? Yeah, no pun intended. <laughs> Um, okay, the gimme debate. We've talked about this. We've had other people bring it up on different podcasts. Um, so if someone is, if me and you are playing golf right now and you're like, a, you got a three footer, we're not playing for money. And I say, ah, it's good. It's a gimme. Do you put that out? Right. And if you do put that out and you miss it, is that, is that gimme voided or what's your take on that? Oh, a hundred percent. Uh, so, so I'm like addicted the tournament golf, I haven't found any out here yet, which is actually kind of upsetting. But once I started playing tournament golf, that's my favorite. Uh, and then I saw somebody, somebody said it or, you know, on Instagram, whatever, I heard it somewhere, but they're like, always putt, always putt out. Because that should, like, if you're going to play, I'm playing tournament golf, always putt out, like, give me or not. Because, you know, those knee buckler three footers or two footers when it comes tournament time, like, th- that's going to be what's going to make or break a score. So if yeah, so I mean, if you do say gimme though and you miss it, then you're gonna take you're gonna take that miss. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I was yeah, just kind of curious because I know some people talk about how like well <laughs> it's a gimme to like speed up the pace of play, but then again, some of those three footers are the most those are the toughest putts you know that there is. So that's like well, uh, it's kind of been that like heated debate of like no if you if you miss it you're taking that score because you I gave it to you you should have just picked it up yeah. and went. So. Yeah. So, and then also, but like, I don't know if it's for a, if it's for a double bogey and I'm at three feet, I just pick it up. I don't even ask for the gimme. I just pick <laughs> yes. it up and I just take it, <laughs> take it away. Yeah. Throw it in the woods. Yeah, exactly. Um, this isn't a plug by any, by any means, but if check out am golf trips, it's actually very cool. You it's a handicap established tournament. It's from, it's a two, it's a two man best ball, but uh, it's am golf trips. I played in um, a three day event. Trips. Yeah, I played in a three-day event at Forest Dunes in Michigan, and I normally they they have one-day trips or tournaments, and then they have uh, like three-day events, uh, two to three-day events, and they go all over the place, and then they basically take oh, your points. Yeah. It's very cool. It's actually started 
in the Midwest here. Um, and, and it, it's awesome, but it's too, it's, a, it's not individual play. It's two person, two, two man teams. A lot of fun. Had a great time. I was out there in Michigan this, this past summer, but I play normally in their one day event in, uh, at Troy Vernon in Wisconsin. And it's a blast. They're sponsored, uh, with uh swag golf too. So they do, they okay. have really cool. Yeah. So they have really cool, uh, contests and things like that. So not a plug by any means. I actually, thoroughly enjoy the the tournaments they have a really good setup so and i yeah, think cost them a follow yeah they're sure. they're nationwide they're more in the midwest but they have events all over the united states they had one uh they have abandoned trip um and all sorts of different things so that's something you might want to consider um but i also wanted to take your take on what what do you think is the hardest shot in golf like your personal like if you're on the course and you have that one shot that you just don't want to hit what would that shot be for me, just to give you an idea, like for me, it'd be a greenside bunker. Like I'm not terrible out of the sand in the fairway, but greenside bunker for me, I, I'm not very good out of the bunker. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm pretty good. Like my bunker game, I actually kind of pride myself in it. Like I'm pretty, I'm pretty good out of the sand when it's real sand and when it's good sand. There is but a difference. Yes. Definitely the hardest shot is when you're the pin short sided and you're having to chip over the bunker, I think when you have to chip over the greenside bunker, that one, because in your brain, it's like, you got to finesse it, land it on the fringe to have a shot. And then either you chunk it and go straight into the sand yep, or you stand it a little bit or something. And you're, you know, 20 feet past for you know, coming up. Yeah. That, that to me is always the one where I'm like, dude, I'd rather be in the sand for sure. I think it just goes down to like practice and experience. And I think some, some of the courses in this area, they don't really have that option where you can practice out of bunkers. There are nice courses here that mm. have that, but there was a string of like two or three seasons where I had that opportunity. So I was practicing a lot of bunker bunker shots. Yeah. And I was pretty dialed in, but it's like, if you don't get that like repetition and practice, just like at a driving range, it it's just goes to shit, you know, it's not very good. So like, that's, that's my, my weakest shot. What about you? Don? I have a controversial answer. I like it. Ooh. So not Uh-oh. much in golf really scares me. We had this conversation with Evan a couple months back. With the par train. Shout yeah. out to the par train. You yeah. call me mm-hmm. Colin Morikawa. <laughs> <laughs> without, the, without the championships, the majors. Without the skill. Yeah. Um, yeah, nothing really scares me. Bunkers don't bother me. Short side doesn't bother me. Having a chip doesn't bother me. What bothers me? Tee shots. The first one. That's, 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 not, that's not controversial. I feel like a lot of people oh. have that issue. Uh, no, but hey, I breakfast, feel like breakfast ball. Does it count against your score or not? Does it count against your score or not? Depends who you're with. That, that's controversial. Yeah, see, I I'm I normally try not to take a breakfast ball, but I am guilty of taking breakfast balls. But I try not yeah. to do that, especially when I'm entering like my handicap score, because that it, you know what I mean. Like a par and a double makes a huge difference on your score, yeah. not only like on True. the card, but but mentally too, going into the next hole. True. So I will only take them. Um, if I had no range time, I'm rolling up to it late and I'm tight, whatever. I'll take, I'll take uh one every now and again. Sure. I'll be that guy and I'll still enter it in the handicap, yep. but yep. only if I had no range time and like, maybe I hadn't played in like a couple of weeks or something like that. Usually I'm okay. off the first tee. Yeah. But I, I agree. Like it can be nerve wracking. That's a good, that's a good point though. I think feel like that's probably most people's, like most difficult shot well i just felt like people you know when they hear this they're gonna go oh man it's probably like the putting or downhill or whatever and it's like nothing really bothers me right like it's a game at the end of the day right you screw up one hole congrats you got 17 more 
You know what I mean? So you can always yep, rate yep. the ship. That's true. But like the tee shot, it kind of steers the direction of the ship for that hole, right? Absolutely. I don't know why I'm talking yeah. about ships. Maybe it's all the pirates, but it has the, the pirate lore. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like a bad tee shot really wrecks a hole where a good one, you know, morale's up, you're feeling pretty yeah. good. Um, it doesn't help that I suck with my driver. I don't know why I bought a new one. I, I'm ready to throw it in the woods every time. Um God. Yeah, I was on a bad, bad streak with my driver, and then my buddy just—he wasn't using it. He gave me his bubble watts or his bubble Watson shaft. The I rock that pink shaft now, and it has been like night and day different. Like, dude, I was about to divorce that driver. It was sleeping on the couch, and now it's right back in the bed with me, dude. This that new shaft freaking fixed it right up. We need to figure out a slogan for that. For that one, yeah, we need to figure out some sort of slogan for that. You're talking about when in doubt, shaft it up. <laughs> some sort of some sort of slogan. I like that though. You're yeah, dude. About- uh, it was give, it was giving me the shaft. I guess I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a good stretch with my driver though, so for me, it's always been one of those things where it's always like, ah, do I really need it anymore? You're you're so Dom, and I've I've talked about this time and time again, but like Dom is literally the most coachable, like. And I'm not a professional golfer by any means, but Dom is like, you tell him to do one thing and he does it. And it's normally like spot on. So like Dom is very good with the short game. Oh, dial. But the, but the, but the driver too, isn't terrible. It's just, I can't aim. It, I can't it does hit. go in strings though. Like that when we were up at our, our trip. Yeah. I had a couple holes where, where couple it was okay on the, on the driver, but for the most part, it's not bad. But I think my oh. issue is swinging like a bat. Yeah, he was a baseball player, so he's got the he's got. Oh, yeah, that was dude, that was a hard one. That was a hard one for me to get rid of for sure. Was the baseball tendencies absolutely? Shane from OB had me change my grip, and that's helped for now. Like that's been great. Um, now if he could be like, "Hey Dom, do this," and I'd probably do it, it'd be great too. But yeah, I don't know. I just have no confidence in it when I go up. Maybe next year that'll be my goal is to have more confidence. Yeah. I think that's where it is. Yeah. Cause he doesn't get pissed off, which is funny. Cause like if he hits a bad shot, it's not a big deal. No, it, 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 <laughs> it's not ever. Right? It's a game. I've never seen Dom get mad at playing golf ever, which is. Yeah. I've like, I try that too, too. Like a bad day, bad day of golf is like, oh, at least I'm still golfing, I guess. It's Absolutely. really like I get more pissed when I'm doing good and I do something slightly wrong than when I'm playing bad, that I just let go and have fun. Yeah, I mean, I get on more heater. Oh yeah. God, dude, I miss like a three footer. I'm just like, all right, this is yeah. Screw this. Game. I get more mad when I'm doing really well and people accuse me of cheating or whatever. That's happened. Nah, sandbagging. Nah, that was yeah. fun. See, we we talked about like beverages too. Like, see, I lo- I, lo- I love my craft beer, but I don't drink on the golf course. I really like. I can literally. I've golfed so many times, and I like if my like you'd mentioned like if your rounds is going to crap and it's just terrible. Yeah. Like then I'll grab something to drink, but for the most, for the most part, I will I'll drink the craft beers and save it for the nineteenth hole. I, I like to be dialed in. I just don't. Yeah. Some people play really good when they're drinking. For me, like I'm the exact opposite. I I play terribly. Yeah, if I'm on a Han Solo round, like I'm just playing by myself, uh, <laughs> I will. Uh, <clears throat> I'll I won't drink because I feel like yeah, if you drink alone, you're like an alcoholic or something, anyways. Yeah, like, yeah I mean, like, you can't guy? drink. He's you can't drink. Yeah, it was this guy just by himself on the course, out in the high so, <laughs> Yeah, so so I'll, uh, I won't drink, but then you know, if the buddies are out or whatever, you know, I'll sure. have a couple, and then if you're yeah. playing like crap, well, all right, just gotta. Then that's more of a social event than anything. Yeah, yeah no, I totally for sure. agree. 
Um, all right. So I want, we're definitely want to talk food, but I want to ask one question. I do have some rapid fire questions and then we can talk about whatever you want to talk about. I know we're kind of, we're kind of, kind of extending our time here. So I don't know how much time. Uh, don't, don't, don't matter to me, man. I'll okay, talk cool, cool. on to. Perfect. So, oh God, before hours. Um, if you had the opportunity to pick three golfers for your foursome, it could be anybody. It could be. Uh, You're talking sexual or non-sexual? <laughs> this one is non-sexual. Oh, okay, gotcha. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah. Just had to clarify that. Uh, could be a celebrity, sports. It could be an athlete. Could be a family member. It could be dead or alive. Doesn't matter. Just three okay. people that you would really like to have in your group of golf. Your 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 non-sexual foursome. All right. So actually, the sexual and non-sexual is probably very similar. Um, <laughs> so number one, number one's got to be just the goat, John Daly. It has to be. Has John to be. Daly, all right. Okay. Got to have John Daly. Number two would be the greatest swing of all time, Freddie Couples. Freddie's got the smoothest swing. He's so smooth. Yeah, I mean, I so we're going straight golfers that. right off the bat. I immediately thought I came here. Oh, yeah. And then, oof, so number three, I won't, I won't do a professional golfer for number three. Um, ooh, number three, I would have to be, hmm, yeah, that's a tough one. You know, I'm just going to go, go with the top golfer in my mind. I'd love to play with, uh, Tom Watson as well. I feel like he'd be a funny dude if you can get drunk. <laughs> That's really interesting. It, it took me. It, I, yeah, I it, like it, it though. Me, it took me too long, so I was like, ah, oh, man, you know, trying to think of somebody. You I know, put you on the spot, like, though. Uh, I did. I did. Yeah, but Tom no, Watson, yeah, John Daly, and. Ready couples because they all three are fantastic golfers. John Daly yeah. could drink eight hundred beers and be sober. Oh, he yeah. drips. So like me. Tom Watson. But, but, but the thing is, they have it's, it's like it's in their prime. Like it's got to be in their prime years. Sure, like it's sure. got to be. So they got to be like Tom Watson with like his shitty bowl cut and like his plaid pants, like his it gap in his teeth and his smile. You know what I mean? If you just get him on some beers. There's some rippers, like, dude, it would be freaking hilarious, man. For sure. Freddie Couples, though, does probably have arguably the greatest swing of all time. His swing is oh. so smooth. It's effortless. It's fantastic. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, my sexual non-sexual force is probably pretty similar. Might have to switch Tom Watson out for somebody else, but some other dude, so that's, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Um, what would yours be? Since we're talking about uh, it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, shoot. Non-sexual, of course. Of course. Non-sexual? Okay. Well, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a clean show. Clean show, yeah. I'd have to have MJ, Michael Jordan. Okay, yeah. Tiger Woods, because mm-hmm. two competitive dudes, and they're both yep. very good at their sports. And and MJ's Michael actually Jordan's a huge gambler. Yeah, huge gambler, so we'll have that. And then, oh, my fourth. You know what? This might come out of left field, but I'm going to take Adam Sandler. Yeah, that's a good I, one. I just, like... And there's so many other people I could take before that, but I feel like Adam Sandler just bring that comedic relief to the whole, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like yeah. we just have a blast. So I go yeah, Adam now Sandler. I think, yeah, now I think about it, I should have chose Chris Farley. He should have been Tom Watson's replacement, but Chris whatever. Farley, I already could you it. imagine? I already said it. If, if, if I am going to take those those other three, I'm taking Adam Sandler to ride in the car with me. And oh, I'll probably oh, take Chris sure. Farley to yeah. ride in the car with me too. Yeah, yeah, Chris for sure. Farley's yeah, absolutely. especially if you get him like that. fat guy in a little coat. He's oh, like making gosh. more like a, a little, a little, a little, a little coat yeah. when he swings. Yeah, so I'm a little hurt you didn't take me. 
Sorry. I, I, yes. if there was a fifth, you would be coming along. Wow. Well, no, you would, be, you would be, you would be in, well, no, I said non sexual, not sexual. Remember? <laughs> so, so I'm on the bubble. You're on the bubble. I'm yeah. on the bubble. Actually, no, uh, yeah. for the record, we've had this discussion before and I've included you. <laughs> so, uh, I had to switch it up. So, if I'm playing with four, I'm not going to include Derek because he didn't include me. First one's going to be Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett, you've included him before. Uh, yes. That's, every that's time. Timber, yeah, Timber, yeah, Timberwolves. Okay, Joe. Like, first of all, the dude's like seven foot two. I want to see that man swing a club. And then I want him to trash talk. Yeah. Because I've heard. I've, he's got the, he's probably one of the best trash talkers of all. Oh, everybody oh, says he is. Yeah. People are scared of that. Got, like, you think his arms are like plus eight inches? They got to be, right? Like, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's I mean, taller than me, for sure. That's it's why he's as long as my it. driver. <laughs> exactly. That That's exactly why I got to see it. Like, I, I yep. just want to be like, damn, that thing's like a hockey stick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's actually more like one of those pole vault sticks, or it's yeah. like the, the extendable <laughs> golf ball finders. Yeah. Um, you got to include Bubba because if you don't mm. have Bubba Watson, you're missing out. I want him to I teach me that snap hook. That would be ball sick. shaping alone. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I just feel like he's just like a comedic dude who would be just so funny. But then, like, he at least teaches stuff after. Yeah, I feel like he's like a humble, funny dude. Yeah, and then if you did something guy. really good, yeah, if you did something really good, he'd probably cry for you too. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like what you got his master's jacket. Oh. Yeah, Tom's he'd... got a scorecard. He's like, it's got like a tear mark on it. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bubba. And I was like, this right here is actually not from rain. It's from Bubba's yeah. teardrops. Bubba this cried for me, man. Um. <laughs> so, and then the third guy, I've been sitting here thinking for a while. Um. I don't want to take anybody else famous. I want to take Jordan from Odin. Yeah. Oh, oh. Big Jordan. I'm taking Big Jordan. I thought it was Spieth you were talking about, but then you said now. No, no, no. Okay. I think I, I, Big Jordan with KG and Bubba. He's going to be so happy. Oh, my God, dude. Jordan's going to be there. Just want to talk about food and go, mm, yeah. He's going to hear name that's drop. My, that, that's my Jordan impression. Just, yeah. Big Jordan. Love that dude. <laughs> so, I, do hey, not, yeah, I, I do. I do not know him, but I'm sure he's a sure he's a good time. Oh yeah, yeah, he's a good dude. Um, so oh. we've we're gonna we're gonna fire off some rapid fire questions, and even though they're normally not rapid fire, but um, we do want to ask what what are some go to places in your area as far as food? Like, what's your, what's your go to? I know you talked about like you you don't really eat too heavy on the golf course, but if you're gonna like mac out and just go to town on some food, what do you what are you gonna uh, jam on uh so by my house now like in like the escondido area we got a spot called chicken lisa's it's in walking distance so if i'm drinking i can walk right there and the food is bomb um the uh what is it, what is it called sorry chicken chicken lisa's. chicken lisa's chicken Good. lisa's okay yeah they do like you know everything from like you can get whole chickens to burritos tacos all stuff it's good and then uh a spot called killer pizza from mars it's Killer pizza good. from Mars. What kind of pizza like, is it? Is it like a Nepo- like pizza a, from Mars? <laughs> yeah, that's a good. Dumbass. Is it like uh, Neapolitan or is it like? It's kind of so. I'm a big, big one by pizza review guy. Sure. So yep. I I think it's just a a standard kind of. I would say a little bit more artisany football pie. Okay. It's like kind of what it is, but not too heavy on the cheese. And their ranch dressing is top notch. Like that's top okay. shelf ranch dressing. Uh, and then back home in like the Santa Barbara area, uh, either Rusty's Pizza Parlor or Harry's Plaza Cafe for sure. 
this Harry's is like definitely just like American, like American style, old American style food, like bar style food. It's really, really good. I love that kind of food. Pizza though is my jam too. I love pizza. I'm looking at the oh, menu. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, killer pizza from yeah. Mars. Interesting. I love it. Very you cool. can get just a basket of fries. Count me in. Yeah. I like yeah. fries. Potatoes are my favorite. Speaking food. of pizza, like what what what's your what's your uh, go-to toppings? Oh, pepperoni, pineapple, jalapeno. My kind sure. of guy. Pineapple. My yeah. in-laws love pepperoni pineapple. For me, like I'm going pepperoni, mushroom, jalapeno. Yeah, so it's, yeah, just a one for one ultra. I love the mushrooms too, but usually like I mean, I got that kind of cash to go like above three toppings, you know what I mean? Dude, <laughs> you know, the inflation Two on topping topping is insane. The inflation <laughs> on topping is insane. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, okay, I'll take a large pepperoni, pineapple, jalapeno, mushroom, olive. All right, that's 48 bucks. Like, yeah, that is it. crazy. Yeah. yeah, I'm very simplistic. I like just pepperoni. I just, mean, I will too. Like, that, don't get me wrong. But yeah, just like a good pasta. like cheese pizza too. Just like, I got to put on those yeah. flakes though. Like I got to put on the pepper yeah. flakes, the red pepper flakes. Red, if red pepper flakes, Parmesan, sure. and yeah. then uh, some some ranch, depending on the ranch. But yeah, Are you pretty sure. good with spicy food? Oh yeah. Oh dude. I So yeah, I grew up in California. A lot, a lot of my buddies were Hispanics. So I go over to their places all the time. It's all, you know, a lot of hot stuff, hot peppers. And then I spent a good amount of time out in Thailand and those dudes, like the Thai pepper, can range from like as hot as a jalapeno to like hotter than a habanero. You just don't know which one you're going to get that day. So you kind of just build a tolerance True. out there. So I can, I can handle them now. Yeah. I eat like I pickled love- jalapenos with every meal. I love them. <laughs> I bought the um the hot ones, hot sauce thing from uh, Target. Mm-hmm. Two of them I love. That last dab, it's not even hot. It's just, it just like makes my mouth hurt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But like, I'm not a if you can just picture me with just like snot running down my face and like borderline crying, that's what that did yeah. to me. I want to try the Dustin Poirier uh, hot sauce. I'm sure we can give it a punch in the, the head fi- too. The, fi- the official UFC sponsored hot sauce. I want to try that. I'm sure it's probably just a regular Louisiana yeah, hot sauce. Pro- yeah, it's probably not that good. Yeah. I just wanna, yeah. 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 I, I, try, I tried one. I tried one of the hot ones. One, it was uh, Apollo or something like that. That was yeah. pretty hot. That, that one was pretty good, but it's also yeah. like when it comes to heat, I'm not going to do heat that's just overly hot because then you be like you ruin all of their flavor. It's got to be like a well balanced heat, you know what I mean? Yeah, hot but not like overwhelming because you want to get yeah, that, like you, said, sure. you want to get the flavor. I, I totally get you. Their classic one is good, it's very garlic forward. Um, and then they have a Verde that I've just been putting on everything, but like I just had to try the hot one, you know what I mean? Like, I just want to see yeah. what got people you. freak out about. Yeah, it's warranted. Yeah. <laughs> I had, had to put some hair on the chest. Uh, yep. Absolutely. I don't need any more. Yeah. All right, Lou. We're going to wrap this up, but I want to do some quick rapid fire questions here for you. For sure. The first one is what's your favorite back blast golf shirt that you'd wear on the golf course? I know you talked about the polo, but if polos aside, what would be your, your, your choice of shirt? God, uh, probably right now. It changes like every week, but right now, probably uh, Sunday scramble for sure. Sunday scramble. Okay. Um, you know what? You've already answered like several of these questions because I was going to pick early morning tea time or twilight, but you've already yeah. answered that question. Um, what's your favorite golf course that you've played? Uh, probably Rocky Bayou Country Club in uh, 
Destin for or uh, Niceville, Florida. It was a private club, but they would allow like you know service members and stuff to come in and play for like a discounted rate. Hmm. Primo course, uh, you know, country club level. Applied uh, sure. that one, and then Sandpiper is tied for that in my hometown of Santa Barbara. That's a hidden gem. Like that's, if Pebble, that's the one Pebble, I was just telling him about. That's the one that I was saying. It's like a Pebble Beach, but not Pebble Beach, but it's it, like it, way it, cheaper. Yeah. Yeah, it's way cheaper. It's like how how nice can Pebble Beach be for six hundred something dollars is now when you know you can play Sandpiper for one hundred twenty bucks. It you yeah. know, it looks fantastic. I was on their website. I reached out to them uh, the other day. So yeah, that I can I can attest that looks fantastic. Just on the pictures anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. If you guys ever uh, go out that way, it will freaking we'll have a ball up in Santa Barbara and play some Sandpiper, dude. It's it's sick. Call me in. We'll be there in May. <laughs> yeah, uh, link style course or traditional style course. Oh, traditional for sure. Oh boy, you got to have them trees. Yeah, I mean, especially I if you're the better, one guy. Would I yeah, score I... better on a links? Maybe, probably. But traditional, it's just there's a, there's a, traditionally there's more like I don't know deviation. Like you can you know like drive like if I'm airing off the tee and trees are in the way, like you're completely you know reshaping it. Sure. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. I like the link style, but I, I do enjoy a traditional style as well. Um, what's your uh, what's your favorite major championship? So I heard you ask, like, yeah, it's the Masters. I'll be the cliche, for sure. Yeah. The Masters, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah too, it's, it's too, beautiful. too beautiful. I love the Open because depending on which time, you, like where they're playing, sometimes it's like they play like three in the morning. And sometimes I love that because it's like one yeah. time out of the year. But yeah, you can't really go wrong with picking the Masters. It's just that traditional tournament oh, that's dude. I've been entering the lottery to go Same. there like every every year since I was eighteen. Every year, yeah. Every year, and I'm haven't gotten picked again. yet. Every year, I'm disappointed again. So like, come on, right. man. When's it gonna be my turn? But, Seriously, yeah. Oh, someday. Who's someday. running that? Who's running that lottery for real? Yeah. Um, and then. Uh, so this isn't really a rapid fire question, but I asked this uh, last week as well, but do you have any advice you'd give to any entrepreneur or someone who's like starting a business, whether it's golf related or not, just something that like a piece of advice maybe that you've learned since starting your company? Uh, I mean, I would just say like, don't overdo it and burn yourself out for sure. Um, especially in the beginning, like, I don't know if you know, like people follow me on Instagram, like I'm not, I'm not the type of dude where I don't post Every day, I don't make sure I post four times a day. I'm just kind of like, screw, like screw the algorithm, screw whatever. Like I'm gonna post when I post, when I want to post. Like I like doing stories more than you know posts or whatever. But um, in the beginning, I was like thinking I was just overthinking too much about what to do with content instead of just what you know designs or um, you know just how I kind of wanted to shape myself for the brand. That I was just kind of like getting burned out on that whole the whole content thing. So I kind of just relaxed off of it, uh, you know, off the content. And now it's just, I'm having so much more fun, just not really worried about the content too much. Like I know in the back of my head, it's gotta be there, but I just let it kind of happen organically now. That's great. I love that. Uh, Dom, do you have any other questions you can think of? No, but we should say we are doing a promo code. Yeah. With- merch it's 15 percent off correct yes so that one can get like posted and stuff and then for the people who actually listen and you listen to the end love it what do we got you 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 handled all my crap for you know what are we going on like an hour or so now yeah Um, a little over 
I'll have four codes. So what we'll do is, you know, the save par 15 for the 15% off that can get posted. So I'll have four codes that are active when this drops on Friday on the 18th. That will be save par 35. So we're acting like we're playing nine holes on a par 70. We save par 35 for 35% off. That's only be four four codes on that one. Four codes. Okay. So it'll be save par 35. That'll be four. And then yep. is it save par 15? Yeah. Save par 15 okay. will be open for uh, an entire week. So we'll go from what the 18th to the 25th. Sure. Perfect. All right. Yeah. So we'll make a little note there to, hey, listen to the very, li- listen to the whole podcast. There's, there might be a special treat at the end. So, yeah. Yeah. For sure. I, I, we appreciate your time, man. It's been awesome. Nice to meet you. Uh, and, uh, oh, absolutely, boys. It's been a great time. Yeah. Hopefully uh, in May, we'll, we'll meet you. We'll be able to, you can come into the tournament, play in the tournament or what, whatever it might be. But if not, uh, next season into June or January or February, we'll have you on the podcast again down the road. Absolutely. Oh, hey, one quick thing going to the video games. Yeah. Just throwing this one out there uh, before we start. So I remember like we got that new Masters game and stuff coming out. Yeah. I'm just throwing it. I'm just throwing this out there. Maybe a little, maybe once a month, we just stream for an hour or two and just get drunk or something and play golf on Twitch and just say, just. We they, could do that. Yeah. Maybe we could even do like a like We've, we could give a dozen of golf balls away. We could do a hat or a shirt or something like that. Some random thing. We could just have fun with it once a month. Yeah, yeah, we've had this conversation before where we're like, oh, yeah. what are we going to? Because when we first started this, it was more so um, us recapping golf tournaments, the majors, stuff like that. Yeah. And we're like, well, God, there's nothing like. Well, like yeah, right now it's the off season for yeah, the most part, so and in Minnesota. Oh yeah, you, you guys so are all like, video games and incognito tabs on your phone right now, probably for sure. Yeah, dude, we love that though. If we could try to set something like that where we could, we could get our mics set up right here. We're playing with headsets and we'll do some streaming. I mean, I'm yeah. not, I'm new and, to the whole like streaming Twitch thing. I don't, I don't really do. Don't know how that works. Like, yeah, like, figure I, it like out. I told, like I told you guys, I used Zoom for the first time today. Like so, <laughs> but uh, no, like get something set up where you know you just stream and play like the new uh, Masters game or something for a couple hours and just get drunk and say dumb shit. Be a good time. That sounds like a plan. Let's do that. We'll, okay. we'll uh, Organic content. Exactly. We appreciate your time and we will definitely yep. be talking about that off air and we'll make that happen. So uh, thanks again and keep going with your brand and let us know what the, the next uh, charity donations because we want to be a part of that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, boys. Hey, thanks again so much. We'll talk soon. Absolutely. All right, guys. Later. Thanks.